You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Show up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Welcome to the post-game podcast with Jerry in uh, Ohio, I think. Yeah, with Rutgers, I've got Eddie Scazzeri with me today. Good morning, Eddie. Hello, podcast people. Hello, podcast people. Well, uh, we've got our uh, trip to Vegas coming up uh, in a couple weeks. I think I looked at it. I think it's five weeks away. Five weeks, yes. So I booked my uh, dog for the dog hotel for mm-hmm. like, legitimately, It's it's got to be like eight nights, nine days. You're going to drop her off Saturday? The third. No, I'm going to drop her off Sunday just because oh, I are. think I could get her there in the morning. Okay. Uh, and then pick her up Monday afternoon, okay. the following week when we get yes, back. on the 11th. Yeah. And this is a really nice place, mm-hmm. but I'm feeling very terrible about having to drop her off mm-hmm. in that uh, for that amount of time. Yeah. Because I feel like she's going to feel like I abandoned her. Well, she uh, probably will not be overly enthused about it i would guess but i don't think they uh feel the passage of time like we do so why wouldn't they though like why why do you think animals don't feel the passage of time well they hmm, it it, it's just the the cognitive ability like people always say oh if i um if i come home from work after being gone for nine to ten hours my dog's my dog is excited, and if I take the garbage out and come back, my dog is also excited. Yes, I've found that to be true. Right, but do, but I think in the second case, the dog's excited that you didn't leave them for ten hours. Perhaps, and if my dogs, because I'll leave the front door open, like so they can see out the screen. Yeah. So if they can see me, then it's not as much. But if I say go to the gas station and come back, it's like I've been gone. For some time, but do you think that's in the dog's head? It's the it's the same that they feel like the same amount of time has passed as if you were at work all day or just ran up to the gas station. I do. You do at, at times, but then also they are aware of time in a certain sense because my wife will tell me my, that my dog, well, the one dog, Raymond, uh, he kind of knows when I'm going to be coming home. He does. And, you know, it's usually about the same time every day. So they are aware of things. They know, certainly, they know when it's getting near dinner time. Mm-hmm. They follow that. And so there's, but the, like the passage of time and the boredom aspect that humans uh, get, I, I don't know if dogs have that. I mean, I'm not a, a dog a psychologist or psychiatrist, so I, I don't know for sure. 
just as a dog owner for many years. Well, that's the thing. We'll never know for sure, right? Well, um... Like a if, dog psychologist isn't going to really know that. Yeah. I mean, I guess we would have to get to the point where, you know, if we have these uh, AI interfaces in human brains and, you know, reading thoughts and all that, if we could develop that for other animals, perhaps then we might be able to get some idea. Yeah. But other than that, I don't know how it would be done. Yeah. How would we know that? That's the right. That's the thing. And like, sure, uh, Dr. Doolittle. That person talked to... Uh, Oh, you don't remember the movie? I remember there was an Eddie Murphy one, yeah, which might have been remake. the remake. Yeah. You know, he could talk. He could talk, he could talk to, to dogs. Talk to the animals. It was all song. Yeah, I mean, them. I wish we could at, at this point. Oh, because yeah. there are, you know, I leave my dog when I come here to work, as you do. Mm-hmm. Then I come home, and I take my dog on a nice walk. Mm-hmm. Then I have some lunch. Then the dog's just laying there like, I did this all day today. Whoa. Yeah. When's the next walk? And then yeah. I feel guilty and I go for another walk. Right. And then I'm constantly walking because I feel like the guilt of leaving a dog for nine hours mm-hmm. makes me feel guilty that the dog's just been laying here. Yes. Even though I know she likes it, it's a different experience when someone's in the house. Mm-hmm. So I do feel like, oh, at least. But I'll do things like if I am gone all day here at work and I get home. And then Gina will be like, oh, we should go to the store. But no, like I feel like, no, I've left the dog all day. Mm-hmm. I can't leave her. I don't want to leave her again. Right. And, and the dogs will play. Look, I have multiple dogs. So they'll sort of play with each other and run around the backyard, you know, because my wife is home. So it's not a sim- not exact situation. So um, a lot of their time is lying around. Yeah. Uh, and I guess, I don't know if in, in nature, if that would be the a lot of their day, um, I know supposedly dogs and cats sleep eighteen or nineteen hours a day. I don't know if that's just domestic dogs and cats. If that extends to wild species of dogs and cats, I'm not sure. Yeah, like if we had if we had a big yard full of dogs, mm-hmm. would they sleep all day or would they be diving on each other? I the would whole day? think there would be some of them that would be playing all the time, like at least a, like. But then I think also there will be times when they're mostly at rest. But what percentage of that, I don't know. And I, I know PETA gets um, upset with working dogs. Even for you know oh, really? blind people, they think that's not right. Uh, it's against the animal's rights. But I would argue that uh, a seeing-eye dog, uh, a guide dog, they're with their person all day. And that is not usual for most pets. Even if the the person is home, they're not like right by their side the whole time. Right. But when a blind person goes out, that's the case. Now, granted, they are working and maybe they're up and alert and awake more than they would normally be if they weren't guiding someone. But still, they have that, um, they have their person with them all day. So there is certainly a benefit to that. Yes, I would agree with that. And I had, I remember, I was, I, somebody from PETA reached out to me. We were talking about this once. Really? And I had a, a little back and forth with that person. We kind of ad- agreed to disagree when I brought up the whole dogs and man, 30,000 years, and sort of domesticated each other, evolved together, that whole thing. So I think dogs amongst all domesticated animals are, are unique in the relationship with with man. 
as he, opposed to horses and cattle and sheep and pigs and chickens and even cats. You know how I've uh, changed my outlook on pit bulls? Yes. Like I used to really sure. hate pit bulls. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't go near a pit bull, mm-hmm. none of that stuff. The internet has softened mm-hmm. my pit bullness. You know, I see lots of videos of nice pit bulls mm-hmm. and all these things. And occasionally there's one that really gets me. And there was one, uh, there was a uh, a pit bull that was in a yard, a front yard. Mm-hmm. And people would avoid that side of the street because mm-hmm. the pit bull. And the owner wrote a sign that said, my dog is very friendly and loves people and would like you all to come say hello to her. So people started doing that. The dog was so happy. Mm-hmm. But it also got me thinking, like, just in walking a dog. Like, I know my dog is a larger dog for walking a dog compared to, like, there's a lot of people with really small dogs. Yes. So anytime I'm walking my dog and there's another dog coming down the street, mm-hmm. for the most part, people go the other way. Mm-hmm. And I know that happens to pit bulls. Even if you're walking, like I'm walking um, a, a, a bigger sized dog. Mm-hmm. When I see somebody walking a pit bull, I don't go the other way. I'll see, just like with any other dog, does this dog seem friendly? Does it want to interact with other dogs? But I imagine that for the pit bulls themselves or the owners, people are always running the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I yeah. did like, like, oh man, these dogs don't get to interact with other dogs. Not as much, no. Or because the people are like, mm, I'm messing with no pit bull. Yeah, or if they go to the dog park. You yeah. Know, it's, yeah, it's a weird thing. Yeah. And I know with my Raymond, who is part pit bull and kind of looks a little pity, he, I avoid other dogs if I can, just because Raymond on leash is very like, I don't want to say aggressive, but he like his hackles go up and he's like doing the whole little bit of not a vicious growl, but growling and he'll start jumping and pirouetting and it's hard for me to control him. So, cause he, unfortunately we got him during the pandemic. So when he was walking and when he was in his formative months uh, in his behavior, did not because you know you didn't go near people oh right so you didn't react you didn't so he you know sort of got in his head that whole avoidance thing but you off leash in our yard or in another person's yard granted he'll do the thing well try to be a tough guy but dogs work that out in like two seconds you know and he will he backs down 98 percent of the time and even if there's a little bit of a standoff it never gets to biting or anything. They growl and they sort of posture, and then they work it out, and they're fine. But on leash, it's a different story. But obviously, you can't walk the dog without the leash. No, That's, you cannot. Unless you have under strict total voice control. But even then, even if the dog is is like that and you have that control, you never know what could set them off. Right, like my dog with a squirrel. Correct, mine with a forget it. Like there, you're not. He's he's gone. Yeah, not getting that dog back. Correct. And they get the crazy look in their eye. Yes, correct. And he is a terrier, so he's got that chase drive. Where my labs, and also they came from the seeing eye, so they're different temperament perhaps than uh, your normal lab. You know, they just uh, you know friendly and happy and just very calm and not going to be. But but Raymond the 
half pit a terrier, he gets all amped up. So I do avoid people, uh, not people, but people with dogs, just because I know what he's going to do. And I've tried to work with him. But then again, I've got the one dog, the Cooper, the lab, who's just like, oh, you know, you've met Cooper. And then I have this other whirling dervish on a choke chain that, you know, and a, the pointy choke chain just so I can control him. And I've, you know, it's hard yeah. to, to, to do. So, you know, if I wish I could have, you know, off-leash interactions, but that's not going to work. Yeah, that's the more difficult to do. Mm-hmm. I would think also like, um, I'm trying to think of dogs where people go the other way. German Shepherd. Yep. Doberman. Doberman. Mm-hmm. Roddy's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because all those dogs are used for suppression by police or for guard dog. And yet, like a lab, mm-hmm. people would, if if you like dogs at all, you're going to the lab. Correct. Because you, you don't hear stories about a lab attacking and, somebody. And especially a yellow lab. Yeah. Now, a black, like when I we had our two, before we got Cooper, we had Harley and Quail, both black labs. And... The difference between walking two black dogs and then you add Cooper to the mix, like with two black dogs, people who are not dog people and don't know a lab by sight, they're a little wary of seeing that. You add a little yellow lab to that mix, oh, now it's cute. Yeah. Because now it's a little, it's like an Oreo cookie of the thing and... You know, and it's a whole different mindset. Like, yeah, if these were bad dogs, they'd be attacking this blonde one right now. Correct. Uh, the, the one pe- the people I do avoid when I'm walking my dog is people who, when they see me coming, tighten up their dog's leash. Because even the, the, the dog whisperer would say, you're sending energy, that, that owner is sending mm-hmm. energy down that leash of trouble ahead. Mm-hmm. Right? So those people I avoid. Well, and and I am one of those people, and I I, I usually try to see it before, like I'll see the dog before Raymond is aware. So I start, you know, I'll give him a lead of the leash, and then as soon as I start tightening, I just start, I wrap it around my arm and shorten it and shorten it, and he's cottoned on now. He knows when I do that, there's a reason. And it's because most likely there's another dog coming, and he's then he starts looking for it. So I am sending the message, but I have to do that before he sees it because I know it's going to happen. I also like people. There are other people who love dogs so much mm-hmm. that even if a dog is sending the signal, "Don't come near me," mm-hmm. they'll still go up to the dog. Those yeah. are always funny. Yes. Like a dog's like, rawr, 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 and they're like, who's a good boy? Well, Raymond is not like that with people. Now, he's very, he's, he does the jumping, and he does the excited thing. And, you know, he's not a huge dog, but he's not. He's a medium-sized dog. And then they'll come up to me, and now I've got two of them. So I'm trying to control Raymond. And Cooper's just like, la, 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 la. And so, hey, can I pet your dog? I'll say pet. I say start with the lab. Start with this one. <laughs> And then I'll, I'll try to get Raymond to just chill out. Yeah. Because he will, ultimately, if you're standing there talking with someone, he's like, oh, and then he kind of gets bored, and and then he's more approachable. But unless yeah. you're a dog person, Raymond is very intense. And I don't want somebody who's maybe not a dog person and a larger dog person, you know, to have a negative experience. Right. Not that he's going to bite them, but he could jump up and hit his head on, which is hard on their head or something like that. If they bend down and he jumps up, 
and then it's a negative experience for everybody. What's weird is how dogs sometimes they'll like there's a there's a pit bull in my neighborhood mm-hmm. who sometimes my dog and that dog growl at each other. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're excited to see each other. Other times they are right next to each other, completely ignoring each other. I don't know what the reason is for the different mm-hmm. attitudes. Yeah. I, 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 is the other pit bull female? Yeah. I've noticed sometimes, you know, two females, dogs, sometimes there'll be a little bit of that situation. Yeah. A little standoffishness or even outright, hey, you know, I don't like you. Uh, and the least, uh, I, I see it least, the least amount of time where they're just like happy and, yeah. and, and joyful like Cooper is. Yeah, so it's two female dogs that sometimes are. Mm-hmm. What now about two can, males? You can also get that with two males depending on your male dog's disposition. Are they neutered? That whole thing. But would you say for the most part male-female is you, a, the best mix to have with you, dogs you, if they're both fixed, neutered? Uh, in terms of the interaction, yeah. like a random interaction, I, I would say yes. Yeah. Yes. But not no, I don't have any scientific basis for that. Just as a dog owner and dog walker, I, I would say that that's the case. This one pit bull that is in town that, that uh, my dog and that dog sometimes like each other, sometimes don't. We met that dog on the first day the girl got the dog. Mm-hmm. The dog, she got the dog from a... Um, a pound in uh, Asbury Park. Mm-hmm. The dog was found on the streets. Mm-hmm. This dog, when I tell you, it was the thinnest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it was so thin. And now when we see the dog, is like a like, like filled out like a. Oh pit bull. my gosh, filled out like a pit bull. But she's got all her nipples hanging yeah, out because yeah, yeah, she's yeah. given birth so many times. Yeah, but it's a, it was cool to see the process of seeing this like frail dog now is the dog it's supposed to right. be you know yes. it's very sad when you see that it's heartbreaking do you but. think those dogs do you think that dog remembers it was in a bad spot or now it's like um this is me um like do they I, have that memory as their brains i guess I mean, if they had like a very severe trauma or there was a certain person that you know was extremely cruel to them perhaps that might stick around cuz I, I yeah you hear stories about Oh, this dog doesn't like men because she was owned by a man and was beaten or mistreated. Perhaps that's true, and that can last a long time. But I would think after a few years, the dog is just like you know, hey, you know, doesn't have a a strong memory of of that. Yeah, I feel good about myself when I see a dog on the street and the person says, uh, "Oh, this uh, dog doesn't really like people or guys," or mm-hmm. and then it's super friendly to you. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at me. Yeah. I mean, I'm friend to the dogs know I'm nice. Well, they can, yeah, they people, you give off a certain vibe. And, you know, if you're not a fearful and, you know, and you're, you have a dog scent on you already, that that's helpful for sure. That's a good thing, you think? Smelling uh, like a dog? Yeah. For the, yeah. Cause, yeah, I see it all the time. Like when, you know, my dogs do it to other people who own dogs or say they own dogs. And I get it also. They, you know, the, the dog scent gets on your, your jeans or whatever, and, and they can tell. Do you think you, that dogs are pissed when you come home and you smell like a dog? Not pissed. They're not pissed or, or jealous, but they're very, like, You don't think it. they get jealous? You just think they're like, oh, what's this? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there was uh, a dog uh, around now, here. Cooper gets jealous by if, if someone comes in and is petting 
one of the two other dogs and he wants the attention and he'll bark for the attention. <laughs> it's the only time he barks is for attention. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not an alarm barker or anything like that. Um, but yeah, when he wants attention, he will he will bark. You know, because there's the other two dogs that are also trying to get pet. Right. And he wants to get all, all the pets. And if you're just one person, you can't pet three. Yeah, not, you could pet three dogs. It's, it's not easy. No, it's not easy. They got to be running around your legs. Yes. And then you got... Right, right. Talk to all the dogs. Yeah, I wonder that with my dog, too. Sometimes I see some dogs out on the walk, and I'll pet other dogs. I love petting other dogs. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm, it's my dog. Then sometimes I feel like I got to pet my dog now. Yeah. No, I, I like if uh, if the, we have the interaction with other dogs, if, you know, Freeman's being cool or knows the other dog. Um, yeah, I, I don't find it that's that big a deal if I pet another dog. This Raymond seems like a real tough customer. Uh, yeah, he is, you know, again, you like when you come into the house, I say, I tell people, I say the labs are fine. I say you just got to get through about 30 seconds of some craziness. Again, not that he's going to attack you. But as soon as he comes, he's going to tear in. He's going to run the whole length of that house, bounce <laughs> off the couch, run back, try to see what's going on with you, maybe jump up a little. But then I also tell people, don't back away. Be firm, firm voice, and a firm, nice, If when you pet him the first time, right on the neck, strong. And that does a lot. Like a dog man handshake. Correct. Correct. So you pet the dog on the throat, let him know, like, I could choke you out if I had well, to. Well, no, just just a nice, firm pet. Oh, okay. And then, and I always try to tell people when you want to pet their head, go underneath first. Yes. Because the dog's instinct, if you put your hand over their head, they're going to raise their their nose up. But if you go underneath, pet them underneath, that, and then you can work your way up to the top because then they... Why is less- our human instinct to go to the top of the head then? I, That's weird. I, I don't know because you're right. It's better to go correct. where they can see you. Right for the like you go you, you, if the dog is a little afraid, you go down on your knee and then sort of hold your hand out, let them stiffen, and then sort of yeah. scratch them under their under their chin, and then you can work around to the normal pets. Do you think uh, saying "Who's a good boy?" while you do it is helpful? He, I think that not those words exactly. You could speak gibberish, but if you do it in the same tone. Mm-hmm. I think that the tone is everything. And then they can smell if you're if you're afraid, you know, they can sense that. And if you retreat, they will advance. That's just an animal thing. So you just try to portray confidence and but not that's easy to say, but when you've got three, you know, 60-pound dogs running around yeah. you and you don't not a dog person, it's you you know, not everybody can do that. I also wonder too when I'm when I'm out, especially like in the, in okay, so in the winter, I have gloves on. I'm like, mm, I'll take my gloves off before I pet a dog because yeah. I don't know if a dog knows what gloves are. Yeah, And then right. I can throw the dog off by right. grabbing and, him with these gloves. And sometimes, like, if I were to wear, if it was, like, freezing cold weather, I'm all bundled up. Yeah. You know, obviously, they kind of, if I'm coming in the house and they, maybe they can, I don't know how great their sense of smell, if they can smell me that far away if it's cold, I'm all bundled up. But, like, you want to take that stuff off so they can see you. Sunglasses as well in the summer. Yes. I try to remove if I'm sure. petting a new dog, yeah, especially so if the new dog looks like it could be trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let me let the dog know he can look me in the eyes. Yes. Yeah. All that. Yeah. And you get to know and speak dog language a little bit if you're a dog person. Yeah. And, but you have to sort of, and you have to understand 
Is their tail up or is their tail down? Is it wagging? Are their ears up? What's all the, the different signals you can get from a dog? The tail, the hackles, the ears, you know, all those things. What's the, you know what my dog does a lot, especially to smaller dogs? She does the ears up and then she like. She's bowing up. She's bowing up and looking down on the dog. Yeah. Even just to smell. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's just saying, hey. I'm uh, the boss? Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And then some little dogs are are fine. Then other little dogs, like a Jack Russell, they got balls. Those dogs, yeah. And they don't. They think they're the the king. I love uh, approaching a dog that's a wuss dog and just rolls right on its back for that's like Cooper. rub my belly. Oh yeah, Cooper. It's great. That's what Cooper like. Sometimes, occasionally with Freeman, they want to pet a dog, and I say, "Hey, start with him." I'll actually drop Cooper's leash, and he'll run over to them, and the next thing you know, he's on the ground, yeah, and his belly rub, right? Because I, I know that's not an issue. And then I can control Raymond easier. When I see that, I'm like, my dog's going to dominate your dog right now. Yeah, and Cooper doesn't care. He'll he'll be fine as long as you are friendly. You know, if he, he just wants to be friends, get along with everybody. Yeah. That's Cooper. Hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie, let's do the warm-up show. Tomorrow's yes. post-game podcast, yes. you'll be here. I want to talk to you about Da Vinci. Okay. The Italian, um, what Inventor, would you call him? painter, Inventor. artist. Yes. Da Vinci and Ancient Aliens. Okay. Saw a really interesting episode about it. Wanted to talk to you about it, but it's going to be, you know, it'll be the main topic. All right. So we'll do that tomorrow. Now should I do research? You don't have to do research. Okay. If you'd love to read up on Da Vinci, uh, like a Wikipedia situation, mm-hmm. it may maybe take a glance. Um, but yeah, the Ancient Alien Theory on Da Vinci. Okay. Very interesting. All right. And until then, see you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Call us, 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh. 
Hi there, Al Dukes here. If I'm talking first, that means Jerry's out. Jerry's got a Rutgers situation, I think, the next two days. So I've got CeeLo with me. Good morning, CeeLo. Oh, yeah, this is Rutgers situation. So I'm sorry. Second day of the new year for you guys, here, oh, yeah. at least. And you're stuck with me tomorrow well, I, as well. Okay. Eddie's here, which is good. Uh, I had a uh, major incident, CeeLo. <laughs> a New York City experience at 4 a.m. this morning, which has left my car damaged oh see now you didn't uh, you oh, yeah. described for me a little bit of what happened i didn't oh, realize yeah. it left the car damaged oh my car is damaged wow yeah i'm uh driving up the road now keep in mind this is 4 a.m right in new york city the hell hole the city that never sleeps though, the city that that's sucks. why you've got people bike riding at 4 a.m in the winter chill correct so i'm coming up uh, a main thoroughfare <laughs> and i see a guy in the bike lane and i'm actually was proud of myself i remember catching and going Look at me recognizing there's a guy in the bike lane. I'm going to make sure I don't cut him off when I make my left turn. So you guys are parallel. We're parallel, but, but I'm you're, in an, you're going ahead of him. Right, because I'm right. in an automobile. Sure. At one point, we were parallel when I took notice. Like, uh-huh. You passed him. And you said, I, goodbye. I, I passed the guy. I make my left. I started heading down the street to park. And I see Mr. Eddie Scazzeri's car. And I go... If I see Eddie parked, I know that's a legal parking spot. And there's a huge spot behind Eddie. Good to go. Well, it's also Wednesday, so yeah, we wait, don't wait. really have many restrictions. Yeah, whatever. So I go uh, to pull into my spot, and uh, the gentleman on the bike is now next to my car. Oh, gentleman. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure whether he feels I cut him off when I made my left, which I was so far ahead of him. Or... Did he then turn down the street somehow, and while I'm backing into the spot, I didn't see him, and he thinks I almost hit him? Right. I don't know what happened. Possible. It's dark. Possible. Middle of the night or wee hours of the morning. All I know is he threw his bike down and wound up as hard as he could and punched my side window. <laughs> Drive, or passenger side. Passenger side. Okay. As hard as he could. So he potentially could have broken his hand or his wrist. Or my window. Well, that, sure. Shout but just, out. Like, he didn't break the window. Just the he force didn't. of hitting the glass. He could have hurt, injured himself. But he he drilled it. Mm. And I was, and he evidently wanted me to get out of the car so right. he could fight me. Yes. <laughs> so he drills my window. Then he karate kicks my side view mirror did it did the mirror get knocked off it didn't get knocked off but it's hurting did like the plastic piece came off the plastic casing yes crack of uh, no piece well, came off i'm okay. missing a piece oh boy which i'm gonna go look for after the show oh yeah i'm sure you'll have it might no be on the side of the trouble road. recovering that it looks like it might just snap right back in <laughs> but he gave that a karate kick which then slammed it into my car the side view mirror to which he still wanted me to get out now at this point i need to leave the area but right, I don't know clearly. where his bike is, so I don't want to run over his bike. So he then gives another kick to the just the side door of my passenger okay. door. Gave that a kick. So that's where you've got some damage now? No, I think the damage is... Just the side view? Yeah. Oh, that's not bad. Shout out Subaru for their fine yeah. automobiles. I mean, you, you could have had... Shattered window glass. Yes. You could have had a dented uh, passenger side I may door. Still. I'm oh, not, I wasn't, right. you know, it's four o'clock in the morning in New York. I'm not mm. really inspecting my car. Yeah. Uh, so I do eventually get to get out of the area as he's retrieving his bike. But now I'm like, hmm, I do kind of need to park near here. But 
Oh, he also studied my driver's, uh, my license plate, uh-huh. as if he was going to come find me and um, murder guess, you, <laughs> karate kick my car some more. I don't know. Does he want to fight yeah. me or the car? I'm not Coming sure. Coming down to Bradley Beach for a little confrontation. Do not tell him where I live, CeeLo. Oh, well, you always say it on the air every day, pretty much. He's on a bike. He ain't You're a community watch Bradley guy. Beach. No, he's not. He's not. By the way, sir, I'm sure there are, I, this happened in front of uh, apartment buildings. I'm sure there's. Um, a witness? Cameras. Oh, I thought you were going to say a witness. But guess what? We're in New York. Yeah. There are no rules. No rules. Oh, apply. there are rules. There not actually really. are. They've got cameras all over the place. Yeah, but they don't do you squat. You could not even realize that you did something wrong, and like a couple weeks later, you get a nice ticket in the mail. Oh, that's true. So that but does violent, happen. Violent crime they don't care about in New York. Speeding <laughs> tickets, yes. Red lights. Red lights, yes. Yeah. Violent crime, no. Mm. Stealing, no. I actually did recently get a ticket for something similar. Not somebody that confronted me, but making a left-hand turn, and it was a pedestrian, not a bike rider. Never saw this pedestrian late at night, dark. All of a sudden, flashing lights behind me. I pulled to the side thinking the cop was going to go around me to get to wherever they needed to go, and they pulled up beside me, and they come up to the window. I'm like, what? Well, there was a pedestrian in the crosswalk, and I was like, really? I never saw I'm like, Well, once they set foot in the crosswalk, even if you're not near them, it's still technically. Did you a, get a ticket? I did, yeah. What? And she and the best part was, or no, the worst part, she said, um, she goes, I'm not going to give you the whatever the formal name was. She goes, I'll give you this. It's a no-point ticket. I'm like, okay, fine, because I have a clean driving record. So sure enough, um, when I go in to pay the fine or the for the summons or whatever, says two points so i was like screw that plead not guilty so then you got to schedule a hearing this was maybe a couple weeks ago so let's call it mid-december you want to take a guess when the first available hearing was may yes (laughs) you nailed it bam six months pretty much that seems about right so we'll see how that goes all right if you need me to represent you i'm Mm -hmm. uh, available so you were thinking uh in, in your particular uh situation this morning nearby apartment buildings perhaps somebody might have witnessed what happened yeah do you, but do you think they called 911 no 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 and i said, think i'm just saying i think uh, there's cameras out oh cameras right okay no one's calling 911 well, in new you, york unless there's a murder maybe not in new york but yeah not in new york in new jersey in new jersey know, yeah this wouldn't happen in, in new a jersey. dog situation with an owner you're watching you're actually watching yeah. this happen i didn't get involved yeah meanwhile what i really should have done although you know you think about things to do after the fact i should have rolled my window down and pepper sprayed his face you can't, You travel with pepper spray? Correct. <laughs> I sure do. See, now that would be escalating if, the situation right. now. And my fear was if I rolled down the window, he would have snapped it. Or just hopped in, and then and you really got a problem on your hands. Uh, what I should have done is pepper sprayed him, got out, and pummeled him. What sure. do you think of that? Pummel somebody in. after pepper spraying them? Correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. When their defenses are down. That well, seems like you a start, you move. Then don't start something you can't finish, sir. Uh, man, he is very aggressive very considering aggressive. you, like you said. See, in my instance, I was not aware yeah, I was of the aware. pedestrian. You actually. I was a full block ahead of him. Before this happened, yeah, yeah. You, were, you, you were on top of this. So my guess is he turned down the block. And maybe when I was trying to back into the spot, I didn't see him. I don't know. But okay. again, if you're, the sole, if you're a man on a bike at 4 a.m. in New York. Right. Don't go near any. There's not a lot of cars. Right, you can avoid, avoid them. The, yeah, that's I would. You know what? So you I'm don't get on hit. Team Al here. It's like people that, and I get this down the Jersey Shore a lot too. Down the Jersey where, Shore. if you're in the crosswalk, you do have the right of way. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm in a car, so want you got to make sure I know you are in the crosswalk, or you're gonna get run over. <laughs> you're gonna be right. 
Yes, technically, but you have the cost? right away, right? Do you want to get run over <laughs> or maimed? Yeah. Or maimed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So now I have to find out. Now I have to park somewhere to go to work. But he's now looking to see where am I parking so he can fight my car again or me. So I had to drive where he saw me going really far away. Then I just turned into the city. I mean. How much? How how much could he have really kept up with you? You, you probably could. only had to go a couple blocks. I did. I only had to All go, right. but I but I but I uh, went further, just thinking like I'm really far away. Or you go further and then you circle back once. and run him over. No, not, not oh, run him over. Not do that. Circle back to a nearer nearer parking spot. What I should have done is circle back with my pepper spray, pulled up beside him, and said, "Excuse me, sir." Uh, yeah, I feel really bad about what happened. Yeah. Let's let's fire in this. Egg. I got to say, I was uh, calm, cool, and collected. I was impressed with myself. Now, I can't speak to how you were in the moment, but yeah. when you came in just minutes after this had occurred, yeah, yeah. very calm, cool, and collected. I, say, these, I was impressed. These cars are built pretty good. That guy pretty punched good. my windshield as hard as he could. Yeah. Maybe twice. Maybe we're just too accustomed to watching movies where like people just shatter glass whenever they need to like it's no big deal. Yeah. It's not as actually not maybe not as easy as one would think. I didn't try to roll down my window once I got settled because I thought if he did something in the process, knocked it off thing, and I can't get it get the window back up, mm, then what? Smart. You deal with that later. Deal with that later. Yeah. Back in the safe confines of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Or when you don't have to come into work. Or when I don't have to come into work. You don't work. want to have to abandon your car on the New York City streets with the window open. Now, does this mean that I've had my New York City incident and I'm probably good for a couple of years because oh. I haven't really had any. Couple, yeah, they squared away for 2024. No, no, no. <laughs> I haven't really had any incidents in my years of coming in. Okay. So I feel like what are the chances another one will happen? Uh, now that you just said that out loud, I'd recommend knocking on some wood in front of you there. I have no wood. Yeah, you do. On the, on the, there you go. There we go. You got it. Yep. So I don't know. You live to tell about it. No I injuries. Did. Yeah, I do have to look in my, my car, though. Yeah, side view mirror doesn't sound so bad. Eh, but you do need a side view mirror. Well, I mean, it it wasn't, like, knocked off. It's it wasn't knocked a off. a little banged up. It was you know? banged into my window. Well, but the side view mirrors, you can manually turn them. Yeah, this was, yes, you can manually turn yeah. them. It, not recommended that you kick them. No, I know, style. but I'm just saying if it's turned in towards your window, you could probably turn it back. If you told me it was, like, hanging by a a string or a wire down yeah. the side of the car. That's a different story. That's true. Hopefully this man has an injured hand at the very least, maybe an injured leg. Yeah. Serves him right kicks. for being just way too aggressive yeah. and confrontational at 4 a.m. Yeah. You can't beat up a car. Sorry. You can try. With just, a weapon, you yeah. could. If he had like a bat. Oh, if he had a, a bat, I'd be finished. A crowbar. Yeah. If he had a bat, I would have to run over his bike. Or him. It's you know it's interesting. This guy sounds very destructive because in the very early stages of your story, you did tell us that he threw down his bike. Correct. He didn't get off of his bike no. and put the you know the kickstand down. He threw the bike down. Yeah, to the point where I didn't know where it was. Do you even was it even his bike or was it one of these city bikes? It was not a city bike. Oh, all right. I took note of that when I first saw. So him. then he was he was destructive to his own property. Correct. This clown show. Huh. Man, if I was muscular and had some balls, man. Well, you could be, but. I could have. You don't need a, anything. I'm so. like, would you? But then he could have had a gun, shot me, a knife. That's very, very all I had true. Was pepper spray. I, I tell you what, the Odyssey app. I get these notifications from 880 and wins all the time. Yeah. There's a lot of crazy stuff that goes on out there. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But so. here you are. 
here I am. Live to tell about it. Yeah. But I was all worked up. Like, I was all flustered when I got to work. No, you weren't, actually. Well, I was cool when I talked to you, but then when I got in this room to do my show prep, oh. I, was, I was a little flustered. PTSD. Yeah, I just, like, hmm, what just happened there exactly? Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're not expecting it and it yeah. escalates quickly like that, so I feel like some adrenaline kicks in. You maybe black out a little bit. And I then when you like, actually stop to think about it, it's like, oh. Mm, yeah. Mm. I felt like uh, the 90210 actor, uh, Ian or Ian Ziering, he was attacked by a biker gang in Los Angeles. Wow. Yeah. Motorcycles, though. Motorcycles. Yeah. Motorcycles. Yeah. Okay. This was not Same situation, though. They, like, hit into his car. And then he got out, though. That was the problem. He got out of the car. Yeah. To fight the motorcycle the gang. Car. You got to stay in the car. I had... Not, not quite like this, but a couple of weeks ago, I want to say just before Christmas, I was on the subway heading up to Midtown. Late morning, plenty of people in the in the in the car in the subway car, and one of these guys who probably spends a lot of time on the subway during the day, right? Yeah, I'm minding my business. I got my winter coat on. Probably had a hood on. I got my you know earbuds in, and he comes over to me. Oh, I was reading a book. That's what it was, right? And he goes, "What are you reading there?" And I was like, oh, it's a book on parenting and fatherhood. It's a book on karate. Right, right. And I was just very nonchalant. He goes, oh, okay. He goes, do you remember me? And I said. Oh, boy. I said, no. No. He goes, yeah. He goes, I think you do. And I said, <laughs> no, I've, I've never seen you before in my life. He goes, yeah, yeah, you did. Earlier today. Up on 34th Street. And I said, uh, I said I'm heading that way, but I, I just came into New York City today. And then he, he like snapped and started cursing and. You know, you're 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 effing lying to me. Don't you know, don't don't act like you don't know who I am. And like he was I was I had no idea what to expect at this point. I got a bunch of people to my left. No one's saying anything no one's getting involved. Their business. Yeah. So I'm trying to just look straight ahead and stay in my book and not really pay attention. But I mean, who the hell knows? This guy clearly had a couple of screws loose. At any point he could have pulled a Absolutely. Well, anything. So I was like trying I was trying to de escalate, but at the same time, was on edge, ready to react if, like, something crazy happened, right. you know? And we got to the next stop, and it was like, the switch flipped again. And he stepped out, and then all of a sudden he's like, hey, it's our stop. Like, are you going to come with me? Like, he was friendly again, you know? So he what? went from one to the other real quick. Yeah. Which, you know, you understand. People got stuff going on, especially if they're, you know, if they're, they're homeless and they're on their own. But that kind of went from innocent a little scary back to innocent and as soon as he was off everyone else next to me kind of laughed and they were like oh and i said well thankfully that didn't that situation hmm. didn't escalate at all so you never know yeah i don't know what goes on in new york city CeeLo. it's uh chaos people at times yeah and people want to visit here a lot people of people want to live here mm -hmm. there's beautiful places in this country live damn it yeah go live in those areas you know, I feel I'm feeling more and more that way. Yeah. With each passing day, month, year. Mm, used yes. to love used to worship Manhattan. Ugh. I never did. Wow. Dump from the time I was a kid in the nineteen eighties. This place <laughs> was a dump. I came here to go to the Letterman show twice. That was it. That's I would come to see Letterman. Maybe a show at the Garden, and that's it. Because the rest of the city stinks yeah, and still always love has. the Garden. I can't get away from that. The garden is. I, I hope that I know they're talking, but Dolan's gonna maybe get another, build another one, like another no. garden. Yeah, let's not two do gardens. That. Just leave it. Well, no, a new one to take over in place. Even though they just renovated this one not that long ago. CeeLo, this is perfect timing 
for what happened to me today. Mm-hmm. You ever hear this? If you mess with the bull, you'll get the horns. Oh, yeah. That's right. You mess with the bull, you get the horns. If you haven't heard the message across New York Airways this year, you must be hibernating over there, CeeLo. That's why I'm thrilled to introduce top-rated New York personal injury attorney Michael the Bull Lamanzoff to our listeners as a sponsor of the warm-up show. That's right. Sports talk listeners bleed New York, and that's why when you or a loved one faces a crisis and need a trusted personal injury attorney to relentlessly fight for you, don't, don't turn to an out-of-town clown. Turn to a true New Yorker who grew up grinding in this city each day, just like me. Whether you were injured in a construction accident, a slip and fall, someone slammed into the back of your car, or karate kicked your side windshield. Or perhaps this. You already have a lawyer, but he's taking too long with your case. Turn to Michael the Bull Lamanzoff to seek punishing justice for you and your family. Go to michaelthebull.com. Tell him your story. That's michaelthebull.com or call him at 212-962-1020. And remember, as I said earlier, if you mess with the bull, you get the horns. Boomer and Geo at 6. I've got some uh, Aaron Rodgers situation after the break. A little Jets, a little NFL. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the warm-up program. My name is Al Dukes. I've got CeeLo with me today. Jerry's out with a Rutgers situation today and tomorrow. They're both games. What? Games. Oh, he's got games. Yes. They're playing where? Columbus? Yes, Ohio State. Columbus, Ohio. Situation's a fun word, but I mean, they do... They play games. They have games. Okay. Road games. Well, yes. that makes sense. They well, travel. Because other times when they have games, he's he. it's only like a one-day situation. This looks seems oh, okay. like a multiple, uh, yeah, multiple I, trip. I don't know the logistics of why it's a multiple multi-day yeah. situation, as All you right. would say. But yes, that is Fair indeed enough. the case. Okay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did his Pat McAfee um, this, uh, spotlight yesterday. Couple Will this things. be the last one? I don't know. I hope he keeps going now that he's... Into the Epstein Island list. <laughs> He's taking shots at Jimmy Kimmel. I love it, love it, love it. So, yeah, he took a shot at uh, Jimmy Kimmel yesterday uh, while on the Pat McAfee show. They were talking uh, briefly about the uh, Epstein list, which I cannot wait for it to come out. You have any interest in that or no? Um, I mean, I watched the documentary. Yeah. I don't... I. I'm kind of I'm kind of good with it, I guess. At this point, I don't know. You watch the document documentary, so you've already seen pictures of most of the people with young girls uh, that were already f- on the documentary. A few so of them, we yeah. know who's on the list. I suppose maybe not everyone on the it's list. Great, but... I love it. I love that now, this list is coming. Out. I, I'm going to ask this, and I know oh, right. you could know why you watched <laughs> the whole interview. You're not going to know the answer to the question, but like, why does this continually come up with Rogers on? The McAfee show because this is something they've talked about a couple of times now. Yeah, which thing in particular? The Epstein list. Like because what? It's, because here's why: because Aaron Rodgers is a guy who feels like people like Jimmy Kimmel 
uh, Howard Stern. These guys now tell you how you should be living. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, their past is shady. Right. So he wants all of these people on this list to come out because these are probably people who are holier than thou (laughs) types of telling you how to live your life and um, all that sort of thing. And now they have this checkered past. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers suggested that Jimmy Kimmel would be worried about this list, that he would be on the list. Yeah, but then didn't McAfee quickly say like, and you kind of saw the look on his face as soon as Rodgers said Kimmel's name. Plus you got the ABC, ESPN, Disney connection. But um, I guess McAfee had kind of, or McAfee, Kimmel had taken a shot at Rogers, they at some point played a clip from something that Rogers said. Yeah, to Aaron Rodgers on the McAfee show previously yeah. had talked about uh, all of these. You know, there were a ton of like UFO stories that yes. hit the news, and he was his claims he saw one. Yeah, and his claim was all these UFO stories are being released to keep uh, the Epstein client list okay. stories down. All right. So Jimmy Kimmel made fun of that. Anyway, my point is because Kimmel mocked him. Yes, it almost felt like that's why. Rogers kind of tossed Correct. his name in there yesterday. Correct. So you can understand where Jimmy Kimmel fired back the way he did. Yeah, so then Jimmy Kimmel took to Twitter and said, Dear A-hole, for the record, I have not met, flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft-brained wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from. Um, your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. Yeah, I'll see you in the people's court. That's right. I'll sue. Um, I now I, I just told you I watched the documentary. I don't remember the timeline of like what was peak Epstein. Like what kind of years are I don't we know talking? Because I, I feel like it was the nineties and the yeah. 2000s. See, that's where I don't. Uh, would, would Kimmel have really been? No, he was no. never linked to any of these things. No, no. But you got, like, multiple ex-presidents linked. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not what you want. Bill Gates. It's not good. Bill Gates. Oh. I took Bill Gates the year we did the bad year draft because I thought this That's list right. was going to come out. Yeah. And I'd seen photos of him with the with the girl who alleges this happened. Yeah. Uh. So I thought he'd definitely show up on the list. So you guys did that in multiple years then? No, no, no. We did it one Just year. One, oh, but you selected multiple people, right? Yeah, yeah. We each got like you four nailed, people. Who was it you I picked? got Will Smith. That's what it was. I had Will Smith That's and right. Kanye. But Will Smith... <laughs> I just felt something brewing between him and his wife. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I really won the year because of that one. Brewing with Chris Rock. But yeah. as we later found out from that one-on-one Jada did not that long ago that they've essentially been separated for yeah. a long time. Oh, they've got a wild relationship, yes. those two. Yes. So then um, right now on Twitter, the man show is trending because this is what happens then, yeah. too. <laughs> so Jimmy Kimmel, who's now, it's like the Howard Stern effect, and they're buddies, <clears throat> is that yeah, built your career starting with the man show, and now you're woke, as they say. Uh-huh. So now everyone's pulling up all these old clips of uh, the man show where Jimmy Kimmel's asking girls to reach into his pants. <laughs> so that's interesting. <laughs> the man show, and then he was, was the sidekick on uh, Win Ben Stein's Money, or the, oh, yes. the host or whatever. Yes. Because weren't those too. both, was the man... They're all comedy central. Comedy central, yeah. right? I know I know when Ben Stein's money was that the the man show was as well. Yes. That was what Adam Carolla? Was that with Adam Carolla? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So huh. I do love any sort of uh, Aaron Rodgers conspiracy theories, although I was very confused about the other one that came up, 
which uh, I, I tried to find clarity on the internet and the people who who recap these Aaron Rodgers things are also confused. He had some weird conspiracy about the colors for the Super Bowl oh, yeah. logo. See, that's not, I don't think that one was that hard to follow because so, well, they well, threw up the graphic. Okay, so what is was he saying here? They showed, the, I think they, at least in the clip I saw, they just showed the last two Super Bowls. So every, each year, new Super Bowl, new Super Bowl number, and they'll come up with a logo that usually has some sort of color scheme. I don't okay. know how they decided it, what it's based on, maybe the host city. So I guess in the prior two Super Bowls, the color scheme matched the eventual Super Bowl matchup, which was Rams and Bengals. And then last year, once again, the logo matched the sort of combined colors of the Chiefs and the Eagles. Okay. And this year's um, colors, you could make the case, would be 49ers-Ravens. So they're trying to project, A, could it be a coincidence? And, hey, maybe it's going to be Niners-Ravens or for people that believe these things are rigged and staged. I think that was sort of the oh, I tat. They were, I don't know if they were really suggesting that because Rodgers then kind of said, hey, as long as next year's logo's got some Jets colors in it, you know, and he was kind of playful about Okay. It. Yeah. Yeah, I always did wonder why they didn't choose the colors of the host city, which they don't do. Well, maybe not the the NFL team that plays there, but I don't know if the colors somehow have something to do yeah, with the local. I I don't I can't speak to how they come come up with that, and I don't know if on the show yesterday they went beyond the last two. Yeah, like but this I know year's... that they threw up the graphic of the last two, and then this year's logo, and pitted the Niners against the Ravens. I see. Yeah. I'm with Geo though. The the Ravens, for whatever reason, they are not interesting to me. I don't know why. Um, I like Lamar Jackson. I don't know. See, I don't know that I find them not interesting. I just until I see them do it in the playoffs with Lamar Jackson, I'm gonna just have my questions about them. I mean, and, and you could say that's unfair. I mean, hell, we could have said that, that is about, unfair. Could have said that about a lot of teams. They don't until you do it. You know, then we're gonna have our questions. Yeah. And once they do it, then we'll give them their credit. I suppose. But it is right now in the A. I mean, if like it's a great opportunity for them because you could kind of poke holes in all the like the Chiefs aren't the Chiefs. The Dolphins, we have their we have their questions about the Dolphins against big time teams. You know, the Bills have a chance to end up as the two seed, but they've had their struggles and they still got to take care of business in week eighteen against Miami. Um who am I missing? Chiefs we covered. The other teams that are kind of Fighting for it, right? The the you got the Bengals in the mix with Jake Browning. They were saying uh, that this this year, right now, heading into Week 18, is the most teams. Oh, Bengals are eliminated. Jeez, are the most teams that are still in the mix. Okay, so who am I forgetting then? Ravens, we have Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs. The Brownies are in. That's Bills right. Oh, oh Browns, God, yeah. Joe Flack. Jeez, this is what happens when you sleep for two hours. Your brain turns to mush. I was talking to Jerry yesterday. We could get a Browns. Lions Super Bowl. Oh, God. That'd be awesome. Both have never been in. Right. That'd yeah. be so cool. Well, let's start with maybe Browns-Ravens at some point, which would kind of be cool. Flacco against his old team. All right. And then you've also got sort of brewing as this Rams Lion, potential Rams-Lions yes. matchup. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. I even like a Rams-Cowboys. I'm sorry. Lions-Cowboys matchup just because of what happened we with just the two-point yeah. conversion. Yeah. Speaking of conspiracy theories, that uh, referee... Brad Allen yeah. from the Lions-Cowboys game, that referee and his crew, uh, they've been assigned Steelers-Ravens. So they get right back to national TV, and <laughs> some people found that to be, to have an issue with that. They don't want them on national TV. They feel like they should be um, penalized for their terrible 
uh, performance in the Cowboy Lions like, game. Why is that okay? Because that's one of the Saturday games. Saturday game. Um, but honestly, yeah. who cares about that game? Give them that game. Right. That's the Steelers. I know Steelers are still somehow. Yeah, they they have they need to win and get some help. Quite a bit of help, if I recall correctly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They need a lot. And of again, help. I just thought the Bengals were still alive. So. And then the, the I Ravens. Read the playoff scenarios yesterday too. Jeez. The Ravens are supposedly uh, resting Lamar Jackson. So now the Steelers well, they have are the actually one seed locked up. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. For, so right now the Steelers are actually favored in that game. Wow. Which is wild. Not really. If they're they're playing a backup quarterback and potentially resting other guys because there's nothing to be gained for them. I was going to say I would still take. The Ravens with who's their backup quarterback? Um, Tyler Huntley, right? Yeah, yeah. I would take the Ravens with Tyler Huntley over the Steelers. So take them. By the way, the Steelers today. I said they need to win and get some help. It's just a Bills loss to the Dolphins. Steelers win and a Bills. There's some other scenarios as well. It gets more complicated after than after that. But that's the most straightforward one. But here's what the Ravens are going to do: if they're going to arrest Lamar Jackson this week, then they get the bye week. I know. Then we it's three weeks. That's what always the. Then he's going to be rusty, and then the people are going to say, yep. "Why did you rest him?" Mm-hmm. That's always. I think you got to play him. Here's what you do: you play him, and you go, "Listen, don't run with the football." Well, that's a big part of his game, as you know, Al. <laughs> well, or, or <laughs> they have him play like a half or yeah. See, a you're without trying to illustrating right now yeah. the struggle these coaches have to try and figure you're these right. things out. But why haven't I feel like this should be figured out by now? Because there's no exact science. We should have a science to it. There's not. We should be you know able why? to like punch it into Chat GPT no. and it tell us what to do. This is the same reason why you know analytics with fourth down going for it and <laughs> clock management. Like I yeah. I understand the. The thought process behind it, I do. And I do understand that there is some sort of mathematical component or qualitative component or whatever, but there there are still variables and humans at play. And it's not just in football, like all the sports that are using analytics. Yeah, I mean, I'm baseball. good with a blend, but you like there are some things that a computer or AI or whatever simply cannot account for. I'm sorry you can't convince hmm. me otherwise. Hmm. Like, oh, hey, if we play Lamar Jackson, we have this percent. And I know John Harbaugh is a big analytics guy down there in Baltimore. But, like, you know, if if T.J. Watt gets blocked into Lamar Jackson and rolls up on his knee or whatever, like, how do you possibly account for that? Right. It's probability, I suppose, but, like, that's all what they're weighing. And, uh, I mean, I, it's fascinating because, you, like you just said, with the buy, rust factor, I mean, we've seen that before. Isn't there a computer program? Remember that movie, Along Came Polly with Ben Stiller? Didn't yeah. he work in the... He uh, was a risk assessment guy. Yeah, yeah. he had, like, a computer. He would punch in, yeah, like, a lot of numbers. rock climbing. Yeah. He mm-hmm. could punch that in for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I happen to love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Any movie, to me, that involves diarrhea... As a main plot line, I'm in. Irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. Yeah, IBS. That was the first, I don't like. I don't think I can even say the word on the air. It's the first movie where I had ever heard the term, uh, you know what, let's not even Let's leave there. it alone. Yeah. Tell me at the break. Perfect. Yeah. All right, CeeLo, let's take a quick break. When we come back, how much does it cost to throw a drink on a fan? <laughs> and, when you're a billionaire. Yeah. And what did Nick Saban watch? After his loss to Michigan. We have that answer already? I have that answer for you, CeeLo. And then uh, Boomer and Gia will be here right at 6 o'clock. That's right.
This is what was playing when my car was getting attacked this morning. I was blasting some Morgan Wallen. You're having a nice Wednesday morning oh, yeah. commute. You thought all was well. I was like, look at this large parking space yeah. right behind that Eskizari. Let me settle in. I'm singing Morgan Wallen. All of a sudden, a guy's punching my my uh, car, the, the passenger side window, trying to get in to fight me. Do you ever get into a situation where you're, like, jamming out to a song and you're on your way into work and, like, the parking spot arrives sooner than you expect? And you like don't want to get out of the car because you're enjoying listening yeah, to the music. Yeah, you're really rocking it out. Do you then like throw the headphones on and can pick up no. where you left off, or you're walking into the building? No, no. all right. I'm, my head's on a swivel walking into the building. <laughs> I don't put headphones <laughs> on at all. Can't be distracted. No. All right. No, I, I get very dangerous to walk around New York with headphones on. See, I find you if you throw, if you put those on and look straight ahead, yeah. This way, if someone like is trying to flag you down and get your attention, right? You know, you can just tune them out. Yeah, and, and they won't. They'll be like, "Oh, maybe he actually doesn't hear me. He's listening to his music." Didn't work out so well. Me no. on the subway a few weeks right. back. I would I think. Described. I would think. Uh, oh, he can't hear me. He's listening to music. I could let sneak me, up behind him, him and right? clobber him, <laughs> rip his throat shank, out. Let me shank him from behind. Yeah, right. I don't know if you're looking for uh, audio this morning, Sue. Always out. Always. Always looking for audio. Uh, I can point you to. I listened to this on my ride home yesterday. Uh, our boss here, Spike Eskin. Yes. He was a guest on the Awful Announcing Podcast. Is that right? Spike sucks. Spike sucks. By the way, Spike is a master at, I'm going to give him credit for this one. The interviewer asked him a whole bunch of questions. Of course, that's how this works. But he was able to give answers where he gave a an answer that would satisfy the person asking the question without really revealing anything okay and he was so good at like it. a coach yeah but but a coach you you actually are so used to the phrases they use when they don't say anything uh-huh like spike would give answers that didn't get a follow-up because there was nothing to follow up with okay and yet he didn't say anything where like if corporate was aware he did this where they'd be like what is this so engaging but not revealing correct all right i enjoyed it there's an art to that but anyway at the 50-minute mark. <laughs> How long was this interview? Uh, an hour? Maybe an hour, 20 minutes. Wow. Like an hour, and maybe okay. an hour. At the 50-minute mark, Spike is asked what he will do when Boomer retires. So if you want to grab that answer, okay. it might be something fun. Did um, Spike retweet this or whatever we call it nowadays onto I don't his timeline? I'm not sure. I so don't if think I just so. go to Awful Announcing, it'll be there? Yeah, it'll be there. All right. Or and uh, or wherever you get your podcast, right? Zero. Yes, of course. Uh, goo, Always. Goo, goo. Nick Saban's wife said that after the loss that Alabama had to Michigan, that when they got home that night, she asked if he w- wanted to watch the other game. Okay. What was that? The Sugar Bowl. Uh, yes. yes okay. Yes. Uh, he did not. He said he had he had had enough football well, for the day. To be fair, I thought you were going to tell me on the flight home. No. This is when they got home to relax. I mean, I know that was the earlier game, but Eddie, let's say that, what, ran three hours easy, right? Rose Bowl. Um, so we're talking by the time they get to the airport and take off, Eastern time's got to be close to 10, like 9.30, 10, would you say? Yeah, in the halftime of the other game, probably. Okay. But but he's saying it's when he got home. I don't know for sure. Oh, I well, assume that. Oh, well, that's why I'm asking. Okay, maybe once On the, the flight makes a little bit more sense. Because okay. they're getting home and the we fly back to Tuscaloosa. Fair point. 
The wee hours. He's an old man. You'll excuse me, CeeLo. I was right. having my window punched Logistics. in this morning while okay. I was trying to park. He passed. He said that's enough with the football. He said already. enough with the football. So <laughs> she said they uh, put a movie on Netflix. Quote, it was Turkish or something. Oh, God. What? What Turkish movie was Nick Saban uh, watching? He probably wasn't. Let's be honest. You don't he, think he was watching a Turkish he, movie? His eyes might have been seeing it, but yeah, I don't. He was replaying problems. Yeah, just stewing in his uh, surliness. Every once on in a, a while, pack. every once in a while on Netflix, I get, I get tricked into you know, like I'll watch any sort of murder documentary. Yeah, and I get tricked into one that is like, dubbed. Yeah, where it yeah. turns out to be Turkish or something. Right. Like I can't watch, this. and you realize that the words. The mouth movements yeah. don't match up. Yeah, I with can't the, do that. Yeah, yeah. Then I, 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 I I'm can't not either. Interested. My wife will, will fall into those a lot. I'm yeah. like, okay, it's done. I can't, <laughs> can't be getting involved with this. Exactly. I'm looking for <laughs> things. I'm looking for reasons to reject the show. Sure. That's one of well, them. Well, there's so many to choose from. Correct. It's easy to reject. Um, real quick before you move on. Yeah. Where? Who got to Nick Saban's wife to get to find good out? Good question. About this? Also don't have that answer yeah. for you. See, I'm asking the questions you don't those have good the questions. answer to. Those are good solid Spike questions. Spike Eskin might have had the answer to those questions. Oh, or no, he wouldn't have had the answer, but he would have come up with an engaging answer. Correct. Okay. Correct. Got Very it. engaging. At the 50-minute mark, apparently. Yes. <laughs> uh, Panthers owner David Tepper was fined $300,000 for throwing a drink on a Jaguars fan. I've had about enough of this guy, man. David Tepper. It's amazing. Like he took over for what was uh was it Jerry Richardson who got into oh, yeah. trouble, right? Yes. And Tepper had his hands in the Steelers organization. Oh, this guy's gonna come in. He's got plenty of money. You know, he's he's um even keeled and he's clean and like there's not gonna be any issues. And compared to the Richardson thing, it's not been the same issues, but like he's firing coaches left and right. He runs hot under the collar. Now he's throwing drinks at fans. Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I did see some sort of break. I mean, he's worth $20.6 billion. He's another hedge fund guy, right? Another Probably. question you don't have the answer yeah. to. <laughs> $20.6 billion and was fined three hundred grand. Right, which I read was is less than 1% of 1% of his yeah, net worth. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the tiniest, yeah. tiny, right. tiny, Drop, drop in the bucket for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it. Um, so what? Well, but then, like, then that opens the door to well, what's the right number then? Well, supposedly <laughs> there was another owner that was fined for something crazy fifteen years ago, and he got fined two hundred fifty grand. So it only went up fifty grand in like fifteen, 15 years. years. Yeah. Inflation, yeah, probably yep. less. Yeah, yeah, even less. Uh, here's an interesting statistic, Silo, which came up uh, initially on the NFL Network morning show. Peter Schrager. Good morning up. football. Yes. Okay. Or on his Twitter or something. All right. But Peter Schrager's one. That uh, this week, which is week 18, is the first time the Houston Texans are not playing at 1 p.m. I think we talked about this Sunday. earlier in the season. Really? You and I, maybe. That they had uh, all 1 o'clock I. games? Eh, maybe it wasn't you and I. But, yeah, we were like, I mean, this all of these crappy teams we get in prime time. Yes. And here's the tech surprising Texans. I guess that's the point. Preseason, they didn't expect, hey, you got a rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. Yep. Not much was expected, but, like, you would have thought maybe a Thursday night game somewhere along the way. Well, good for them. But if I'm a huge Texans fan, I love a 1 o'clock Sunday game. Sure, which for them is a a noon kick. Central time. right. Central time. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. Because you you got your football day done by 4, then you can settle into the national, right? you know, the big-time game of the week. Mm Mm-hmm. The primetime games, you have to stay up late. Sunday night, because we all wait for Sunday night, apparently. Everyone's waiting on Sunday night. 
Good yeah. for the Texans. So I'm uh, happy to see that. I'm rooting for the Texans. I like the Texans. They were definitely on your fraudulent five at some they point. They were a couple mm-hmm. times because yeah. I like that C.J. Stroud. What's not to like? The problem for them was he got concussed against the Jets. He yeah. missed a couple of weeks, but yes. came back, played well last week, and now they've got a chance. Just like I was liking uh, that Richardson fella on uh, the Colts. Yeah, that was much earlier, but yeah. But yeah, re- much earlier he got it's hurt. the Gardner Minshew show for yeah. most of the season. What, that guy get concussions? Or he had something where he had to get a surgery. Shoulder surgery. Yeah, that's a bad quarterback getting shoulder yeah, surgery his first want. couple games mm-hmm. into his career. Yeah. That's going to be a problem. I've been seeing a lot of stuff about this Arch Manning kid. Uh-huh. What about him? Well, he doesn't seem to be very good. He just got there. He's a freshman. Do I have that correct, Eddie? Yeah. And the dude that's playing or has was playing, uh, how do you pronounce the last name? Ewers. The, Ewers, yeah. He was a massive prospect when he first came in there, correct? Or recruit is the right word? So, I mean, he got them to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying all on his sh- shoulder or shoulders. But... I saw a great photo over the weekend. Sorry, you're killing Arch Manning. He's a true freshman. Well, the great <laughs> photo was that the actual quarterback was at the podium. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers. No one was, no one was there. And Arch Manning was way off to the side and everyone was yeah. around him. Huh. And he didn't play. Yet. Do you think he will be a big-time NFL prospect? I have no idea. A a prospect? Like, be drafted top 10. Arch Manning. Al? Top 10. See, this is where I'm not, this is where I differ. Most people would give you some BS answer. Yeah, give me an answer. I have not watched Arch Manning throw a single pass, so how could I possibly answer? Well, sure, from that standpoint, the odds are in his favor, but I have no idea. Hmm. Eddie? Some make the case he might be better than any of them. We have to see him play. Right, yeah, exactly. Boy, you guys are really picky with your quarterbacks. (laughs) We better take a quick break here. CeeLo, do you have a sports minute for us? Uh, well, Amy Lawrence has a oh, sports awesome. minute for us. And uh, you want to take a stab at what she might be discussing this morning? Um, Eddie says yeah. you have a 5% chance. Yeah, I got no way. shot. All right. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. So I see, CeeLo, that uh, Dalvin Cook and the Jets are parting ways. I like they go um we want to give him a chance to hook on with a playoff team. Yeah. Who the hell is taking I, Dalvin Cook? I have no idea. But, I mean, that's the nice way to part ways. Mutually, oh, yeah, we'll do him a favor, you know. To make you. the case they parted ways weeks ago. Yes. <laughs> they just didn't uh, tell us that. Right. So he's out. Then I see um, uh, Big Poppy tried to do one of those gender reveals. I heard. Of, I haven't seen this. I heard about it, though. Yeah, I watched it. Where they uh, would throw him a pitch and he was going to swing and hit it and yeah. then tell whether he's having a, a baby sure. or, or a, a girl. Baby, a girl. Yep. And he missed. Did he really? Swing and a miss. Oh, it landed. It. Wow. Oh, wait. How old is he? He's having a baby mm, now. Mid-40s? Mid-40s. That's a guess. I'd a... be like me having a baby now. I am Just Google it. Be running around <laughs> with a baby. Well, did you at any point want a baby? No. Well, there you go. I never felt like I could support a baby. Well, Doing Pro- a radio job. Probably wise. Well, that's a, <laughs> wow, he's 48. Holy crap. That's why it always oh amazed God. me when guys like you would have babies. I'm like, guys what? like you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like Monzo kept having babies. Like, what amazing. are they doing? Oh, he pulled a good one on me the other day. He was like, texting me. He goes, by the way, uh, my wife's pregnant with twins. I was oh, like, stop it. Oh, he goes, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. When I look around at it, like, like guys where I'm like, huh, they are. I was yeah. never. How? Such- I was never secure enough in my job to have a baby. Oh, okay. And uh, guys be like, 
guys be like, I work a weekend shift at FAM yeah. having a baby. Right. How? How are you yeah. having a baby? Right. How about Dove? He's got a whole crew over there. You're right. Well, he's been here a long time. He but, could be. But you're right. He was not here a long time when he was having babies. Radio lifer. I think you got to become a host like Geo, then you could have a baby. Yeah, but those are few and far between. <laughs> I know. That's what those I mean. Those jobs don't grow on trees. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's My very God. difficult. <laughs> People like you. <laughs> WFAN. WFAN FM. WFAN FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.